Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week eight was so much fun. Everyone had great game weeks with super high game week scores, and we've all flown up in the in the ranks with green, green arrows. Jake and I are coming to you on Sunday, which is kind of unusual for the last few weeks for us, and in the evening, which means we both get to enjoy a drink or two. I've got myself a wonderful Oktoberfest in front of me from Bellsbury. Jake, you're having some what? Uh, Prosecco. Because you're just keeping it classy, right? Uh, just keeping it classy. Let's see. Rufino right now. A little Rufino. Yeah. Well, uh, how are you, buddy? Uh, you know, I'm putting on a happy face. I'm putting on a happy face today. Tell me about what that happy face looks like. Like, is it kind of like a clown face? That Joker movie just came out. Yeah, it's kind of like a near psychotic break face, like where you're smiling and your like left or right eyes twitching intermittently, mm-hmm. um, or like that, like that one girl that you're like a little bit scared of, and then the more you're around her, the more scared you are of her, and then you realize it's too late and you're dead. Yeah, is that something that's happened to you? <laughs> no, no, uh, I've gotten out. You know, you get before, out early, so get out early. Okay. I could make a lot of sexual jokes there, but I'm not going to. Uh, Fun little game week here, Jake. And I think Mark hits it off great when he wrote in, what just happened? And is it somehow Jake's fault he put in underneath that? I'd say so. It's probably your fault, Jake. Is that that even a question that it's my fault? Of course. Of course. Uh, FPL Pangolin uh, wrote in, just focus on making us feel better this week. Uh, And Bud said... How do you delete FPL? Do you know how to do that, Jake? <laughs> I, I don't. I do know how to take minus 80, so I can help Bud with that. Um, is, isn't it pan, pangolin, pangolin? Pangolin, right? Jake, the creature? It's, it's, who's, who is that? How would I know who that is? It's an it's a endangered species. Okay. Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. yeah pretty Ask sure. me if I care. I'm just veterinary awareness. That's what I'm here for. Oh, I figured out how you delete your team. Should okay. I tell everyone uh, right now? Or is that probably bad yeah. to tell people? Probably bad. I don't think we want people deleting their team. Under admin, and you have to go to your user profile, I believe. Uh, uh, and then you can delete from there. So there you go, bud. Looks like we're moving up in front of somebody this week, Jake. <laughs> yes doesn't matter how you get there yeah jake and i are encouraging all listeners on the pod to delete their teams this week especially if you're ahead of us right which is easy because we're both terrible this year at the game yeah, yeah. I, well yeah yes yeah. yes yes uh neil wrote in for kind of our big picture topic questions uh and i think it's a good one and, and he said maybe just a statement that can lead to a discussion as i'm sure many will ask who can we depend on? And he's saying the answer is pretty much no one. Um, so so who can we depend on, Jake, for FPL players this year? Other than, of course, depending on each other. Well, there are two guys actually on my team that have been really solid are De Bruyne and Mane. Um, and I haven't captained either one. Interestingly enough, they are also right now uh, first and third for total points in FPL. Very interesting. I 
you know, I, we talked a lot about, we won't get into too much detail. We talked a lot about both those players, mostly uh, KDB. And uh, he's he's really paid off this year. Yeah, I think uh, Father Abraham also is one that has been pretty reliable oh, yeah. throughout most of the season. And, you know, despite kind of some nervousness that people were jumping on a bandwagon with him early, uh, he's continued to perform now having eight goals uh, and an assist on the year. But I, I do get kind of what Neil is saying, especially when it comes to the idea of like captainship and, and who we can really depend on. Um, I mean, Neil, here's the thing. It's it's how I feel every single week doing a podcast, right? I ask this question, right? Who can I really depend on? Because I have a co-host uh, who doesn't really give a shit about me or our pod. Yeah, don't depend on Jake. That is true. I don't really like Jake that so far I've tried to make fun of you a few times in the podcast and uh, you just casually agree with me. That's not, I don't, it's, it doesn't feel like it's hurting you, you know? Yeah, I'm just, just putting on a happy face. And when I have a happy face, I just have to agree. You know, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Man, you are a broken man. Uh, <laughs> Mark wrote in, I, this is a, a fine little question. For people who are new to the pod or who just don't know, how many seasons have you been playing FPL? And what was your individual OR for each of those seasons? Uh, that's a tough one. That's a, a lot of data there. But I can start, Jake. So... I started playing FPL in college, so roughly 10 years ago. Uh, my college soccer coach actually introduced me to it and started a league for our team all to play together on. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I did not take it very seriously in those years because, as we all know, if you want to do well at this game, you have to spend a pretty decent amount of time on it. And honestly, I, I didn't feel like I had that time uh, playing collegiate soccer and, and studying a lot. Um, I probably would say I got pretty serious about it about three or four seasons ago. Um, and so if we rewind like about three seasons back and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, but I think I finished for the first time when I was kind of getting into it around 70 K. Uh, so not amazing by any means. Uh, but that was like the first year that I really started paying attention to players. Um, a, a couple years back then I got kind of interested in the FPL community itself and started listening to podcasts and reading articles and really got into the analytics side of the game. Uh, and I think I finished 17 or 16 K that year. And then last year, uh, I finished, uh, about a thought one K like 1050 or something in the world. Uh, so a couple years of like really serious play, a couple years of really casual play, which to me seems like that's a lot of managers kind of in that FPL community. Um, and that's kind of the next step to the, the drug that is FPL is getting into that community. So Jake, how about you? Yeah, so interestingly... I can do yours for you. You want me to do it? No, I got it. I'll do it. Um, So I started FPL like one year ago, and I should have won it, but I took a minus 80. Uh, Otherwise, I would be the best in the whole world forever. I'm Jake. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't too bad. Um... (laughs) I actually somehow played when I was 12, one season. Uh, that was my best overall rank of 58,000, and that's still better than any Are, rank I is think that you've serious? ever finished When at. you were a 12-year-old? Yep. Yeah, apparently there's a season on here. It's real. I can take a picture and show people. Uh, I did really well. I don't remember anything about my team. I don't even remember if I kept up with my team. Who knows? Uh, and then... 
I took a hiatus for three years and then, yeah, for this is my fourth year and it's been rough, you know, uh, the last two years I finished in the, the 2000, 200,000 range, excuse me, 200,000 range. So maybe it'll be different this year, but right now it looks like that's kind of where I'm going to end up again. Hmm. Well, yeah. or you finish, you know, 200 million. Uh, yeah, that would be bad. I mean, yeah. I'm just consistently, you know, like, I guess slightly above average. I don't I don't know. Most people shoot for that 100,000, you know, or better. And then the really good managers, top 10K. Right. You know, maybe I'll get there. Who knows? Maybe one year. Probably but not. Probably not this year. Mark also probably wrote in, for, for people who are new to the pod, pretend you are writing a movie script. In one short paragraph, how would Jake introduce the character of Marco? How would Marco introduce the character of Jake? That one probably could have used some rehearsal, but should we try it, Jake? Yeah, we can tr- we can try to wing it. Do you want to do do me? Do you want to do me, or should I do you first? Why don't you do me first? Say that again. Why don't you do me first? <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> uh, classic oh, Jake. I feel yeah. like yeah. I feel like I don't even need to do the paragraph now feel like i've done it you know winner winner <laughs> chicken dinner uh all right i'll try it i'll try it <clears throat> bum 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 in a world where there's weird animal doctors one man continues to underperform in fpl and the podcast world this is jacob how was that it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. So now you can do me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Can you say that again? No. No. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Just gonna go. <laughs> um. <sighs> hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, there's so many ways you could go with this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, do you want me to do it for you, or? No, no, no. no I think I can do it. Okay. I think I can do it. Uh. Family man, neighborhood savior, and hero fighting crime. You know, helping other people out. He's a. He's great. He's just fantastic at everything. Everybody wants him around. And yeah, everybody loves him. He's kind of like neighborhood Spider-Man, but like less creepy and like a more normal, better looking guy. That's Marco. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, I can't. What, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to disagree with any of it. I mean, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I got. It'll, okay. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I Done. hope that makes people feel better, you know? People wanted to wanted to feel better on the pod. I really hope that that helps. Uh, Emma wrote in, what can we all do to make FPL more fun? Oh, she's asking you, Jake. Uh, specifically, she's asking Jake. Um, we are all desperate, and this is your chance to contribute something useful for the pod and your listeners. Uh, so, Jake, what do you do to make the game fun? Because this year has been pretty tough. It has been tough. I think 
what I need to do, and this is hard because I live away from you guys. Um, I need to find a group to go watch. When I was in California, I had a fun time when I went to an Arsenal bar. And granted, it was probably one of the most disappointing games of the year. That I still remember they lost 1-0 to West Ham. Um, I think at home? Maybe away from home. Um, but you had a friend come to watch. Uh had good breakfast, uh, drank Bloody Mary at like, I, don't, I think it was like 5.30 in the morning there, 6.30. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I recommend. Uh, you know, going out, watching the games with friends uh, or, or strangers, but who support the same team. And it kind of like that way you can keep your eyes on FPL stuff, but also just have a good time in general as well. Uh, I 100% agree with that. That's, that's one thing that actually has maybe taken some of my interest from fpl this year so in years past i i've had a lot more time to to sit down with friends and enjoy watching the game sometimes we'd even like facetime or skype while we were watching the games if our friends live further away um and this year i just haven't had time to do that in the mornings and so i think that's hurt like a little bit of the joy that comes with with fpl is is kind of going through what is honestly a pretty emotional roller coaster together with people that you like doing it with. Um, you know, of course we still are texting one another and, and some, you know, we're on Slack or we're on Twitter and we're chatting with people that are in the community and that's, what's fun about it. But it's nice when you have like kind of more personal interaction. And so it's been a little tough just not having the time to do that this year, but I think it's good advice from Jake. Um, and, and two point sex sounds, uh, wrote in very nearly a quarter of the way through the season. Now, what lessons did we think we had learned last season, which do we need to unlearn this season because they are costing us points? Uh, I think that's a really good question and it's a good time in the season to kind of start thinking about that. And so, you know, I guess I'll start with one and something that, that we had advocated for pretty heavily was, you know, kind of in the beginning of the season, the value that can be found in the back line. And I, I don't think that that statement necessarily is wrong, right? That there's a lot of value in the back line. But the reason that there was so much value in the back line last year was that a lot of the defensive options were so cheap. Uh, and so we were able to get away with kind of, of inexpensive or mid-priced like defenders that were performing like premium you know, midfielders almost in a sense. Um, this year, those players, accordingly, all went up in price, which is is very reasonable considering the amount of points that they put up last year. You know, I'm talking guys like the Liverpool defense, some of the city defenders, things like that. Uh, it's a lot harder this year to find value with those players, especially with Poole not keeping the cleans. And um, and I think that that's something that we need to reevaluate. A lot of managers are starting now to, to try to find some value within specific teams. I think... You know, Leicester's a team that some people have had found found some luck with. Um, some super low guys like Rico and Lundstrom, um, Kelly, guys that have um, enabled funds elsewhere. Uh, and so, so maybe that's something that I'd like to kind of maybe walk. I don't know, if walk back is the right word, but definitely re-examine on my own team and in terms of the type of advice that I give other people. Jake, do you have one maybe this year so far? Uh, that's that's hard because that's the first one that jumped into my head. Um, what about but, the what about the premium striker thing? I still am not. I still don't think we're completely wrong on that because there's still a lot of um, mid mid priced forwards that have been super successful. Mm -hmm. Even one like such as last year as Wilson, who took a price hike, he's still doing pretty well um screwed me over today though but i'll try to ignore that 
uh, I think I'm trying to think of something a little bit separate. Maybe not having such a strict rule on things like, oh, you know, new promotion players you should stay away from completely, right? Like, so interestingly, if you look at a lot of the leaderboards for like players right now, and it's early and it, it I said, I should say it's early-ish quarter of the season. So there's still a lot, a long way to go, but Henderson's the top scoring goalkeeper, um, you know, Lundstrom, which we kind of saw a lot of value in him is high scoring, but uh, so so is Stevens, um, even though he was a 5.0 player on Sheffield as a defender. Um, you know, Pookie and Cantwell, and again, we'll probably have questions about what to do with them at this point in time. But even Villa this past weekend scored a ton of goals. So I, I was kind of under the impression of always stay away from these newly promoted sides. But if... FPL is going to get so good at pricing players out, which they seem to be getting better at each year. There, there may be a lot more value in those harder to priced, uh, harder to price promotion players. Lots of peas there. Yeah, you love those peas. Love those peas. You like when they're prosecco in and out of your mouth. A lot of peas. No, nope, nope. Prosecco. Unless it's prosecco. Prosecco in um in uh, my mouth. Yeah, yeah. prosecco. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Do you spit it out a lot? Is that like a... No, no, no. Well, <laughs> if I'm doing ah, fancy... Ah, yes, Prosecco I am the tasting. richest man in the world. No, Prosecco stays in my mouth for more than one second. I am Jake. That was ah, me yeah. being you as a Frenchman drinking Prosecco, which really doesn't make sense because it it's it's Italian, but... Yeah, Italian. Yeah, it was, it was good, though, otherwise. I mean, yeah. maybe that's why he spits it out, because he's French. That's true. Yeah, all French people. That's how I imagine Paul Pogba talks all the time. <laughs> I refuse to do any no, work through the midfield. I am a Frenchman and I am not good. I play for Manchester United, so give me red wine. I don't know what else French people say. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, it's a fact. Uh, Pete asks, and I think it's a good segue into how our teams did this week. Are we shit or just unlucky? I don't know. Mm, probably shit. Yeah, shit. shit. Probably shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah. we're all on the same Sorry, page. Pete. Jake, how uh, how did your team do this week? Uh, did they update today yet? I don't even know. Uh, so points are updated. I'm not sure that... Oh, uh, yeah. Game week rank is updated. I don't think league tables are updated, though. Okay. Uh, game week rank of a million. Um... But here's the good news: forty-seven total points, and I green arrowed. Yeah, um, that's good. So I am up to four hundred and fifty thousand overall. I was in the six hundred thousands. I forget exactly where, but um, so that you know, not terrible. Mane again, you know, hit, hit, again, just a great week, goal and an assist. I think he got two bonus points because I think Milner, that dirty English bastard, got three. Um, <laughs> Even though I feel like Mane did all the work for how everything. How can you hate on James Milner? How can you? How can anyone no, say something bad just, about James Milner? It, I don't love the. I still don't love the bonus point system, and I know that's kind of like a strange thing to complain about. But like Mane scores an open play goal, gets broke, t- pulled down in the box, which 
you know, without that, you're, Miller's not even going to get his second goal or his first goal. Um, but yet, Milner comes out with the three bonus points and Mane only gets two. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's the game. Uh, so they, fr- yeah, I get what you're saying, but they award more points for game winners. Yeah, and it's probably because like Mane had more shots off target or whatever. I just think it's kind of crap. I don't think a PK like goal should get garnish much like bonus i guess is how i feel about it um but yeah and then tammy tammy got me a goal he had a good game my backline was looking fantastic in almost every game uh pope got a clean lundstrom got a clean uh you know but then a lot of goals at the end of games with city giving up goals to wolves and um burnley scoring on Everton when Coleman got a red and then Lester scoring a goal. Matt, what Matto scored in like the 82nd minute or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, I lost a lot of clean sheets at the end, but that's okay. Okay. Well, not not a bad week. Oh, then, I still, right? It's not a bad week, and I still haven't gotten a single return from my captain except from game game week one. Uh, so yes, I do want to jump off a mountain with regards to my captain choices. I I don't. I don't know what to do anymore. Oh, my captain didn't return? I'm going to kill myself. Like, calm down. Jeez, Jake. Sorry, that was dark. I, that, yeah, happy, happy. Yeah, drink a happy little thoughts. more Prosecco. Spit it out afterwards if I'm it makes a- you feel rich. Like, just do that and you'll be just fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, do- I'm out of Prosecco, so I got to get a beer. But you can tell me about your team first. You and have whiskey? I can go get a beer. I do have whiskey. I also have whiskey. Should we should we second half of the pod pour a little whiskey? Just like a splash? Sure, yeah. Yeah, maybe just a splash and we can you can tell me about your whiskey and I can tell you about my whiskey. I love hearing about another man's whiskey, let me tell you. I didn't know. Yeah, well now you do. Uh all right. Okay. So I finished on forty two points. Um, the average was 36, so I'm I'm mostly happy with that. Uh, game week rank of 1.8 million, uh, and it's technically a green arrow for me. Um, the league tables, like I said, are still updating, so uh, but it looks like the overall has updated, and I moved up a couple hundred thousand to 1.3 million, which is pretty terrible. But um, you know, the situation for me is similar to kind of what Jake was saying. Like it it is uh, i say it all the time but it's the game's on such a knife edge right like you know uh, one team defends a little bit better i hit my captain for one week and suddenly i think you know i skyrocket in rank but um i just haven't quite had all the stars aligned for me so pope uh with the return and lundstrom as well thank goodness um sterling captain blank really sucked uh mount with a goal tammy with a goal um and then everybody else with one or two points, with the exception of, of Trent, who uh, got the two points from minutes played and then actually walked away with a bonus point as well due to the number of, of high-quality chances that he created. So, all in all, um, you know, I'm not going to like... I'm honestly not going to complain. It's it's not a bad game week. Uh, it's not great, but I beat the average out. I got a green arrow overall, and so it wasn't a lot, but but I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's a weird week. I'm just looking at like scores and I'm just like this uh, weird week. Yeah. It yeah, it's no, it's not it's not great. I mean, um you know, and I think that that's something I was talking with uh with a buddy of ours 
this afternoon a little bit, and and he had a really really good game week. Um, he finished with I'm gonna look right now. He finished with 56 points. Our buddy Ryan, who actually he's a good close friend of ours and doesn't listen to the podcast, so that's hilarious. Uh, and also he plays FPL, so he refuses to listen to our podcast. That's great. Um, but he had like a really really good week, and so you kind of look. I was looking. Oh, okay, how did his team do? And he has a team that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily be all that interested in. Um, but, you know, he has a return from Leno. He has a great game from Dunk. Uh, he has Kelly, who has returns. Um, you know, and then Mane as well. And, and Puyasic, actually, who I would not want on my team, but he still has on his because he's an American wanker. Am I right? Uh, and so... So I don't know. It's just yeah. like, yeah, it is weird. It's and you know what? He doesn't. So here's he he's kind of an interesting case study as a player because he doesn't. He's not involved with the FPL community. He doesn't listen to any podcasts. He doesn't. I mean, he's a little bit. He does a little bit of Twitter stuff, but not really. He doesn't read articles. He just like picks the team that he wants every week and goes with it. In fact, for a while, he was only picking American players. Uh, and here he is. He's beating me in his overall, and he beats me this game week. And so. You know, I think it alludes a bit to the randomness sometimes that we experience in the game as well, um, and and the frustration that accompanies that as a manager who does spend some time on the game. Um, I'll you know I've admitted before and I'll admit again that I I haven't spent maybe as much time this year as I have in years past, but still, I think that a lot of managers who have have been really really good in years past are struggling this year, and it's frustrating. It's really really frustrating sometimes. Yeah, I really need that whiskey. But before we get there, I just have to say someone is out to get me because the fact that Arsenal won against Bournemouth 1-0 this week is absurd. Did you know Bournemouth have given up more than five goals in like their last four trips to London, first of all? Second of all, when does Arsenal keep clean sheets against like a decent attacking team? Like, like part of the problem was Eddie Howe. Like, I don't know what kind of team he threw out there like what the what he was thinking um i didn't want to be like r-rated for our our young listeners there but were you gonna say he fuck? didn't start yeah i was like what the fuck eddie how <laughs> you didn't start ryan Frazier. enjoy that young listeners <laughs> yeah you put you put Josh King out wide as a midfielder, which I know he kind of plays out wide, but and then he started Solanke up top. I was like, did you do you care about this game? Like He's you don't been, have any other games to no, they, care about. They lined like, up like that last week too, with uh King as like a, a wide midfield player or winger, and King has come out publicly and been like, I don't want to play as a winger or an outside midfielder. And how's like yeah. I don't care, that's the way I'm setting the team up. It's happened like the last couple yeah. weeks. Well, go play somewhere else, King. I, I don't get it. It's just, it's tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. To <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, okay, we're not going to do um, game week like updates on the leagues this week just because things haven't updated yet. Um, I think we're still going to do another – we're considering doing another pod next week, right, Jake? Because there's this international break yeah. now. We have two weeks off, so – um, we'll probably update everybody with the league leaderboards then, and we can kind of talk a little bit about kind of kind of some moves going into that game week. But let's chat a little bit of uh, of mistakes, right? Um, we can do like a little jingle, like Jake needs his whiskey. He's feeling frisky. It's Jake's mistakes. Jake's mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of big ones. 
I have zero money in the bank, which is really concerning to me because this whole like of your gambling new, problem because of my gambling issues. Um, this whole new deal with the price changes being so hey, rapid. Can I stop you for a minute? Make, yeah. So uh, just on your gambling problem, uh, I have to just mention this. I've started watching the show Workaholics. Do you know this show? Yeah, I've seen probably like 10 to 20 episodes. Okay. I like it. I just never kind of followed through okay. with it. I just, one of the characters is his Anders Holmvik, you know, like one of the main characters. I think that he is mm-hmm. you. I'm convinced of that. Mm-hmm. Like he reminds me very much of you in real life. And uh, I had thought that okay. for some time, but there was just recently an episode that my wife and I watched where he uh, starts gambling on high school sporting events. <laughs> and, and I was laughing so hard because it sounded exactly like something you would have said. Uh, some One of his, his friends, Blake, says, Anders, I thought you didn't do gambling anymore. And he turns to him and he goes... This isn't gambling. This is very calculated. As he's scrolling through like the Twitter feeds of all the high school athletes and he's saying things like, oh, she just broke up with her boyfriend. She's going to be razzled today. I'm putting all my money on her. That's like totally a Jake thing that you would like justify it as though, oh, yeah, I can put money on this. And it's totally it's it's foolproof. It's foolproof. This guy tweeted something. I'm good to go. Yeah, it's that's. That is me. Sorry, uh, you can that. continue with um with with uh, <laughs> your mistakes. mistakes, but but gambling um, in that manner is a mistake, and everyone should not do it. It's really a bad idea. All right, continue, Jake. Yeah, I think I I liked my transfers. I brought in Tamori and I brought in um, Callum Wilson, but they they both got me just no points. So I may regret not you know not just saving myself more money in the bank and maybe slow playing it. Um, the reason being is Dinge dropped a point for me and I really wanted to get Pereira in and now I can't do that. Um, I still like Wilson with the weeks to come and I like Tamori because he's a 4.6 and like Chelsea have fantastic fixtures, but these price changes are are really challenging because I know Pookie's going to drop. I know Cantwell's going to drop. Um, Sterling's probably going to drop. De Bruyne looks like he's going to drop just because he was injured. It, it's kind of mind-blowing how quickly players are changing. Um, and it makes me feel like I should always have like 0.5 in the bank if I want to make a move. Yeah, and not to mention, right, the the risk that you run now with this international break, if you move early... You could really be hurting going into game week nine here uh, if somebody comes off a bad injury uh, from international play. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I kind of got lucky because I moved early last week, but I took my tip out and he was one of the injured players. So I got completely randomly lucky with that. And that's a tough uh, thing to do no to, to pull your, yeah. your my tip out, right? Like, I mean, that's tough. Yeah. It's hard. It was a hard decision, and I think it was still a good one, even without the injury. But yeah, with the injury to my tip, <laughs> Jeez, I can't. yeah, I it's just, so uh, bad that you can't just keep a straight face and like do it. You know, like we're just we're having fun, and everyone else listening's like, oh, the, these guys, they're at it again, and then you just break character. You can't keep it together, man. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't there. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's my mistake. Uh, I need to have more money in the bank all the time. Got to stop my gambling addiction. Yeah. 
That's fair. Uh, let's take a short break, Jake, and reload on some whiskey. When we come back in the second half of the pod, we'll actually talk about FPL because the whole first half of the pod was not much FPL. Uh, stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Jake and I just got reloaded on some whiskey. Jake, I've got some Basil Hayden's. What are you drinking? Oh, that's one of my faves. Uh, bullets, which is a Bou- tried and true, but Boulet. I do love Boulet Basil Bourbon. Boulet. Boulet Bourbon, not rye. I don't so. know if uh, I don't know if our uh, European listeners do a lot of bourbon. I'm not really sure. Um, it's all the rage. What do they drink there? Um, I don't know. Probably Gin? like seawater mixed with <laughs> fermented something. I, I don't know what they drink. Scotch. A lot of beer that's no, I warm. That I think I think they drink a lot of warm beer. I think that's a thing. Do we have a lot? Oh, that's gross. Do we have a lot of Scottish listeners? I hope we do. I think we have a handful. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I like Scottish people. I wish we could drink with them. Maybe they could send us some uh, some whiskeys, some scotch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll take it for free. That, so. uh, if you can't yeah. send us alcohol, you can join our Patreon. We'd really appreciate that. So we're actually um, just almost at our break-even point. So we have a handful of, of Patreon members. And um, you know, to, to run our podcast every single year, it costs money for hosting fees, website fees, things like that. And so we're really close to, to that kind of break-even point on the, the year uh, to cover this year and last year. And so we'd really appreciate if you're someone that enjoys our podcast and listens weekly, uh, if you join one of our, our kind of Patreon levels and, and helps us out a little bit, um, it helps pay for our alcohol and uh, the hosting of this podcast. So thank you so much. Jake, let's get into some... Uh, game week stuff we've got a lot of questions and so to keep it kind of reasonable jake i think there's so what i did on our sheet if you look here there's some questions that i think are really important that we spend some time talking about and don't get me wrong everyone's questions are important but the other questions i think we should lightning round and kind of do it a little bit faster um are you good with that yeah yeah i'm good i'm i've been really practicing my lightning round do you like sit at i kind of imagine a world where you sit your wife's got like flashcards with questions mm-hmm. on them and she like reads them and then times you how fast you can do it and she's like yeah, that's, damn it that's jake not again damn it try it. do it again do it again does she yell at you yeah and they're like random questions like they could be on any topic that keeps me on my toes some some fpl some like veterinary some just like regular random trivia right um some like fifth grade english questions so yeah it's all good why fifth grade English? Why did that come to mind for you? Just because that was a tough year for me. <laughs> yeah, when I was when I was twelve or eleven, it was really really a challenge. Um, the first year I was doing FPL. Um, yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> yeah, mental health. It's not a joke, even when you're eleven. Um, okay. Let's get into it here. Uh, and Mark, I think, asked a good question. We talked a little bit about this on last week's pod, Jake. Um, Lester, he says, have a fixture swing in game week nine, which is coming up. But have you seen where they rank for XG this season? Uh, when you scratch under the surface, do they have a blunt attack? And Marvin writes in, uh, for the Lester run, Madison or Vardy, or should we aim to get both? So let's talk just a little bit about Lester, Jake, and kind of what we think about them as a team. Um, first off, I'd like to just say that, you know, I thought they were great in the Liverpool match, and I think uh, it's it's uh, 
To say it's unfortunate that they didn't walk away with a point would be an understatement. Um, but, you know, Mark brings up this good point just kind of about Leicester and their their actual like XG as a team and, and what they're doing from an attacking perspective. So they have an XG this year of, according to Understat, uh, 8.1. Uh, the only team with a, a lower XG would be Newcastle United at uh, 5. Now, Leicester is interesting just because of the way that they generate um, a lot of their goals and so here's where that eye test comes in and watching them play they're still playing kind of similar to how they've played in years past and uh, and that is right they've, they've always kind of been a counter-attack team especially with Jamie Vardy as your central striker and so I think the injection of Madison last season uh, added a creative element that that team hasn't had in a number of years, a player that can actually hold the ball up, a player that can switch the play, play penetrating balls that that cause trouble and get that back line running backwards. Um, but they still are not creating really, really high quality chances uh, according to this XG model. And so, you know, I think that that's the question, Jake. Like, do we invest in their attack? They, they have played tough fixtures so far they've got great fixtures coming up um or is it not worth going in that direction yeah um if you tied me down and held a gun to my head i would say yes to going with farty and i would actually not go with matto I don't think he's a terrible pick, but I think Mount is superior for his price um, and his fixture run as well. And I would go with one defender, whether it be Pereira or Soyunku. I, those were the would be the two I would probably choose from. Um, and I, I would say yes. The XG is concerning. I do feel that home Wolves away Chelsea, away Man U when Man U was like a you know, they, they've defensively been good this whole season, but I don't yep. think they had as many injuries at that time. Um, Tottenham wasn't like complete shit when they played them. And then Liverpool, like that is one, two, three, four top six sides. And then Wolves is, I feel like they're always difficult defensively. I mean, look what they did to Man City today. So that's five out of eight games. They've played really tough competition. Um, Vardy, in his other three games, has five goals and an assist. So, yeah, he didn't score against any of those tough teams, which is a little bit strange for him because um, he does seem to get those attacking goals. But but that's, like, all the more reason why I think going with Leicester right now is a good idea. People won't do it because they'll look at that underlying XG and they'll be like, nah, it's, it's not good enough. I think Leicester are the third best team in the league behind Liverpool and City. Whoa, no that's questions. a pretty big statement. It is a big statement, but I think I, I wouldn't give it to Arsenal. Man, you are terrible. And then Spurs, I don't, you know, I don't know if it's because Vertonghen slept with Ericsson's wife. I, I don't know, but they're terrible too. Yeah, they, they are shit. Um, you'd think that would make them better. Right, they're sharing wives. They're getting closer in a sense. Yeah, I I would agree, but I you know I don't know the details. I'm not a fly on the wall in their locker room or in you their house. not. But, You're a human. Yeah, but uh, Spurs are shit. Yeah, they lost three zero to Brighton, and Brighton aren't terrible this year, but they're not three goals better than Spurs. Well, we've gotten a little off topic here. Let's stick on this whole thing of like Vardy, right? 
you know, he's interesting. So he's at 9.8% owned and a value of 8.9. He'll probably be rising like in the next week or two. Um, in fact, uh, Fantasy Football Fix predicts tomorrow and FPL Statistics predicts in the next day or so. And so I think he probably will go up. Um, you know, he's averaging almost six points per game. That's pretty decent, right? When we start looking then at like price per million. Um, and he's got three or, uh, three returns over five points. If we look at his shots, uh, you know, against Liverpool, he didn't produce a shot in the entire match, which I guess is kind of understandable. But Newcastle, Tottenham, uh, he had four shots and three three shots. Uh, Manchester United away, he didn't have any shots. Bournemouth, he had three. Sheffield, he had two. So the, the thing that I guess just concerns me a little bit about him is it's not like he's, the volume's not necessarily there, right? So he's only averaging 1.6 shots per 90. Um, and that concerns me, whereas James Madison is averaging three shots per 90. Now, his expected goals is a bit lower than Vardy's, uh, 1.77 to 2.18. Uh, but there's a little bit more volume there for Madison. And I think some of that comes maybe from the set piece play. Uh, I I guess the next question becomes like kind of what you said. And it's this idea of like, where or what other players at that price point are you competing with? And so I agree. I think I would go with Mount uh, over Madison, but why not get both? Like maybe there's a world where you can get Matto in. Yeah, it's probably not a terrible idea. Um, it's harder for me with De Bruyne, Mane, and Sterling. And I, I think I have to double check if we have some questions on Sterling. I hope we do, but... Um, I have like three really high-priced midfielders um, and then two really low-priced midfielders. So it's going to be hard for me. But mm-hmm. if you have a couple like mid, mid-range mid guys, it's probably not unreasonable to try to go with both for a while. I just like that Vardy's on pens and he tend like Maddo tends to score these wonder goals. He doesn't tend to like. That's true. Yeah. Get a lot of like actual great chances where he's tapping and finishes or not, you know, not like a Sterling or. Asala, obviously, because those guys are wingers. He he plays more as like a true midfielder, and yeah, he's like a box to box guy, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a box to box guy. So I just don't love him for his his price at seven. That's fair. Yeah, I like that. So I, I guess you know I, I think it depends a lot on your team structure. I think they're both decent options. Who do you think the best defensive option is for them? I do. I think Pereira because of yeah. his attacking returns. Like, I don't think Soyuncu's going to get an attacking return. Uh, maybe like one assist or one random goal over their next, you know, what what are they? they have great fixtures for like 10 game weeks. Yeah, they have one, one fixture right nine. in the middle of it. Um, Arsenal. Yeah, it's home it's Arsenal, Arsenal home, though. which is actually not a hard fixture, right? So, like, yeah, so the next 10 game weeks, basically, right? Mm hmm. So I think Pereira can get like three or four returns where like Soyonku might get zero to one. But you're obviously paying a lot more for Pereira. Yeah, big time. So, okay, yeah. I like I like that. That's a good discussion. Um, so let's do like kind of a lightning round here. Uh, we've got about 10 questions that, um, that I think we should go through relatively quickly. And then we've got another like three questions that are kind of big questions about teams and players that we should spend some time talking about. Okay. Um, so Jake, again, lightning, Mm -hmm. like that means fast. Do you get that? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Cause that's something that you've struggled with in the past. 
I've been practicing. We're good. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read one to you. You answer. Then you read the next one to me when you're done answering. Got it? Got it. You need a little bourbon? I've been drinking, so I'm good. I All got right. enough bourbon. All right, I'm going to start. Ready? So Thomas uh, Bracken wrote, wrote in, and he said, he started his question with, is FPL broken? And then he said, I'm starting to think that Mane may just be a better option than Salah this season. What are your thoughts? If now is the right time to switch, or how long should we wait? Go ahead, Jake. The beginning of the season, statistically, these guys were very, very even if you consider their price point range. I think you can go with either. Flip-flopping may be more difficult, but personally, I would go to Mane and I would stick with Mane from here on out. Okay, so now you read the next question to me. All right, let's go. Uh, Alec, Jimenez, Callum Wilson, or both in uh, parens Pookie replacement question mark. Okay, so let's see Jimenez or Wilson. Eileen Wilson just because he he has been really solid in terms of of returns. There have been some questions about Jimenez um, in the FPL community. So you know, I know they haven't had a, a great schedule. It hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been great. Um, his expected goals is only two point two seven. Uh, and he's gone up in price this year, so I'm going to lean towards Wilson if you have to choose between the two. Uh, let's go next. Matthew Hall. Time to triple up on Chelsea attack with uh, CHO. Callum hudson Adoy, Jake. Should we triple up? So that would probably mean like Mount, CHO, and Abraham. Abraham. Yeah. I need to do a little bit more research on CHO. He's gotten two assists in his two games back, but he played only 26 minutes game week one. I would stick with two for right now, but if he starts and is playing 70 minutes or more each game for his price of six, it might not be a bad idea. Um, All right. Next one, FPL uh, Pistolinas. Uh, with this surprising game week eight, would love to know your two must-own players by position. Uh, he says forwards, midfields, defenders. He doesn't consider goalkeepers a position. Okay, uh, two must-own positions by goalkeeper or by position. Is that right? Yeah, it's yeah. It's almost. It sounds like he's saying essential, but he put must-own. <laughs> he knew if he said essential, that I'd be like, yeah, fuck off. Next question. Uh, I'm going to say, should we start? We'll start in the back, I guess. I'm going to say essential yeah. defensive players. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, I would say, is an essential, not essential, is a is a must-own uh, defensive player just because of the amount of chances that he's created um, and his expected assists. Uh, the other player, I think it's hard because if you didn't get him early, maybe it's not so good. But Lundstrom uh, is a great enabler in the back line. Uh, through the midfield, I think De Bruyne is for sure the player that you should have in your team. And I'm going to go on a limb here and actually say Mount is another player that I would definitely have on my team if I was wildcarding right now. A handful more good fixtures coming up. Uh, his returns have been good. His underlying stats have been good. And he's getting 90 every single game uh, with the exception of this last weekend when he got 79. But uh, honestly, I think Lampard felt the need to put Pulisic in just because uh, he's been whining to the media. Uh, for the strikers... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Father Abraham as my number one pick. And my second pick for the striker position, that's a really tough one. I I know I need to give you a name, so I'm going to say 
I'm going to say Wilson, I guess, would be the other guy I'd probably bring in if I was on a wild card. He's still got a, a kind of a mixture of fixtures coming up, but his stats have been really, really strong. Uh, okay, moving forward, uh, FPL Lewis. What do we do with Spurs assets, specifically with Sun? Uh, only decent one on the team, uh, but looks like an avoid. People with both Sun and Pookie, some replacement. So let's just focus on Sun for now. What are we doing with him, Jake? The team is in absolute disarray. Would you hold him or would you move him to someone else? Yeah, that's really hard because Sun's been a bright spot. No Sun, Sun, S U N joke intended. Ah, you uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> You've done it yeah. again. I would hold because they have home Watford and Watford are by far the worst FPL team, right? What so far this year? Um, and then maybe try to do a double up move. I don't love him for 9.8 million though. He's pretty expensive. Um, so I don't know if I would hold him or go, I would probably go somewhere else long term. It's hard to imagine that he's the same price as De Bruyne. Yeah, it's crazy. He's really good, but like with Spurs not scoring goals, like when they get shut out against Brighton like that, you can't have a guy like that that you're paying 10 mil almost for. Yeah, it just you can't do it. Right. All right, next one, go. Um, let's see. Uh, Amit, um, you previously answered my question on uh, Hudson Adoy in a pod two weeks ago. Now, are you considering him? Uh, <laughs> cheapest of Chelsea starting mids, great fixtures, and possibly the best one uh, uh, Chelsea's options, 5.9 mil at the moment. Yeah, and two um, other and people, this right? Is tagged yeah. on, yeah, with two other people. Everyone really jumping on Hudson Adoy. Yeah, Vale or, or Vale wrote in Hudson Adoy in. Lauren said Hudson Adoy versus Mount. Uh, if you are on a wild that, card right now, I guess that's the most interesting of all those questions, right? So Lauren said Hudson Adoy versus Mount, which to bring in um, in on a wild card um, or or neither. Um, you know, that's an interesting question. I like Hudson Adoy here. I like the risk. I, I think statistically, um, I'm going to actually pull it up really quickly. I know it's, it's lightning round, but I just want to see statistically how the two of them compare. Um, so no, we, I'm doing it. I'm doing it too because like so many questions on him, like so so suddenly. Yeah, well, Mount Mount has been decent statistically, right? Two and a half shots per ninety, um, an xG of of about three and an xA of one point two five. And if we look at Colin Hudson Adoy, you know, his shots per ninety is a little bit lower. His key passes per ninety is actually a bit higher than Mount. So he's he's got about uh, three key passes per ninety, and I think that's kind of like due to the style of play. So Mount is a little bit more like likes to sit in gaps in behind strikers and try to turn um, and, and get forward and, and shoot the ball a lot more. Whereas Adoy tends to carry the ball a lot more like as a player, right? He runs with the ball at his feet. And as he does that, he tends to attract a lot of defensive players. And so you saw last game week, actually, where he carried that ball all the way up the wing and then plays Willian um, into goal. Uh, and so... You know, I think I think actually I'd probably go with Hudson Odoi. It seems like Lamps really likes him, and it'd be a good little differential going forward. So, uh, Jake, is it time to sell Barnes from Joe? Yeah, I already did one week ago. Done. Next question. <laughs> uh, Marvin the Gooner, are you expecting uh, to? Are we expecting too much from Pookie? Still up there for points, and they have Bournemouth next week, who can't defend for their lives. 
Uh, are we expecting uh, too much? Uh, no. I, you know, I think, you know, three shots per 90 and an expected goals of 3.32. He has six goals. Like, yeah, he's been outperforming his XG. We've said that more than once. Uh, so we just need to kind of accept that and stop pretending like he's going to bang every single week. He's a fine player for his price if you got in on him early. I prefer somebody like Abraham or Wilson, who are also close in price, uh, over Pookie just because Norwich suck. Okay, there, I said it without the W. Welcome to America. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the hard thing, can I just say one thing on yeah, this? It's ahead. hard because they've, they've had so many injuries, I really feel for them. Like, you have to admit, with their whole back line literally being injured, that that is tough. Um, and I feel like it makes a difference even in the attacking line. Yeah, I give zero fucks. I really don't. I'm happy that he's... I only care if he scores. Right. I'm happy that he's not performing. (laughs) Welcome to Norwich. Norwich. Yeah, I don't say W's because I'm from from England. That's how we talk over here. All right. Great. Uh, Lauren wrote in, additional question, are any premiums actually good right now? Jake, any premiums good or no? Yeah, we've had this argument in our friend group. I think... The, our one friend who just likes to uh, um, ch- chigger douche. or get under the skin douche. of <laughs> get under the skin of me because uh, he keeps shouting uh, Obama Yang. So it kind of hurt me to see. Sorry, this isn't lightning, but kind of hurt me to see Obama Yang not score today. But I kind of wanted to be like, yeah, fuck you, Jim, because he got on my case about Vardy, even though I said. I want Vardy in after this week. Um, but I think Obama Yang is still a good player to have. Aguero, if KDB comes back, I think he's still fine. Um, but I'm not going to go for either one of those two players. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, next up. Billy, although we have the idea that Arsenal are an attacking force and clearly there are good fixtures, does Emery, Emery's conservatism mean all assets are no go? I think they'll struggle to break down Sheffield United away. Abba is obviously a great choice, but he didn't get any service today in the second half while Arsenal were clinging on. Yes, you're you're correct. I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. The way uh, Emery plays, right, yeah. is like not necessarily conducive to a ton of attacking returns. The team's been decent this year, but I mean, ask Jake. He's an Arsenal fan. They, they're they not like spectacular by any means. Alba's the only player on that team I would consider. He's quite expensive. His, his returns have been consistent. We talked a little bit about that last year. As a team, they're producing a decent amount of expected goals, but I, you know, by no means is it prolific, right, as, a, as an attacking team. And so... I would not necessarily be looking in that direction. The only player that I would consider if you wanted him as a captain option would be Abba. Jake, a Bobby Love yeah. wrote in and he said, does him and has now become an option? 0.4 price drop, two assists, major fixture swing incoming. You like him? Yeah, I looked at this because Pookie is the same price. I, I think um, the hard thing is they have Europa, but I would not be surprised if Jimenez has good weeks to come. I think it's a risk, but I think it's a reasonable one to take. So I'll say yes. Okay. Uh, um, so Jake, we've got like a couple more questions, like bigger questions, and I don't want our okay. pod to run too long, right? So we're like 
getting to about oh, our 50 yeah. minute mark and we shoot for about 60 minutes oh, so gosh. let's spend a few minutes just talking about these things and then let's we don't have to do like captain shots this week right or our plans because we don't know what's happening with our teams and then we'll kind of get yeah. out of here deal yeah yeah i think that's a good way to do it okay so sean number one not number two this guy's number one jake so we need to be careful with the way we answer this i don't want to upset him he's number one he says, mm-hmm. time to drop Man City defensive assets until Laporte and or Stones get back. Billy Boga asks, Adamendi, season keeper or train wreck, desperately seeking Dusan. Are we prepared to forget this narrative that City is great defensively because they keep possession? Because it clearly isn't true. And when teams get at them, they are suspect because they have terrible defenders. I'd just driven back from surfing. Wow, that sounds fun. And the results today have ruined my otherwise great weekend. I'm hovering over hitting that wildcard button and ditching City. Let's talk City defensive assets, Jake. Uh, worth hanging on to? Yeah. Or is it time that we that we we just ditch them? Yeah, a couple things. Uh, I first of all, all good questions. Dusan um sounds like a fun weekend otherwise i would hit your wild card this week for sure i think you know it's a great time to do it jump on some early uh price rises i am under the impression that i want Ottomendi out uh he is a terrible defender he's bad like, yeah he's oh pretty bad. my god he just kept like throwing himself at people and he missed the ball and the defender like four times um so yeah, I, I don't think I want any Man City defense right now until Laporte's back. I don't even think Stones is going to make a big difference. No, I agree. I, so City, you know, City yeah. are one, two, three, four. They're fifth in the league right now for expected goals against. Um, you know, and I would again, right? Like, let's compare that to the eye test, right? Which people get a hard on too. Um, you know, when we watch them play, you know, I, I think that that. Dusan makes a great point, right? There's this, there is a narrative that because City keep the ball, they don't allow for the other team to produce decent chances. And uh, Nuno today set up a team. I mean, to say that he set up a perfect team with the perfect tactics is like almost an understatement. It's, it was fucking incredible. Uh, within yeah, the first, it was, it yeah. was actually really impressive. Oh, it's a masterclass. The guy's really good. Yeah. You know, he's really, really yeah. good. He put out the right players, the right formation, the right lineup, the right tactics. I, I, it was just really sharp, and I was very impressed with the way that they approached this match. Now, here's the thing, right? City, anytime they play anyone, they get their best match, right? I mean, teams love the opportunity to play against them because they want to knock off the champions and that's a hard thing right like for any team uh but when you've got guys like Adamendi, like you said just throwing his body randomly at the ball turning the ball over right uh a number of midfield players uh, david silva turned the ball over a few times Rodri turned the ball over a few times for them. I mean, if you turn the when you're in a possession uh, possession based style of play and you're attacking up the pitch and you turn the ball over with so many numbers committed forward, you're you're just asking for a team that's playing, especially today where they played kind of with like two strikers, to turn around and come right back at you. And and if you have shit defenders like Otamendi in that back line, yeah, you're fucked. It's done, right? They're going. They're going to dissect you and find find openings to get in behind and create scoring opportunities. And so, yeah, I agree. 
I, on my team right now, don't have the transfers to move him out. I've got some other fires that I need to put out. But if you have the transfers to get him out of your team, I, I, it's fine, right? Especially if you can move Otamendi out and bring another attacker in. I think that's just fine because City in general will score a bunch of goals every game. So that's kind of my, my thought on the City conundrum. Is that fair? Yeah, I agree. I I will say, though, that whatever defender you move to, don't expect like a ton more clean sheets, right? Like, as you said, their their XGA or goals against is like number five. Like, it's still not bad. There's just not a lot of clean sheets this year. It's just going to be fixture dependent right now. And with, you know, Adrian still playing for Liverpool, Laporte out, like the two best defensive sides are hurting. Right. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a good point. Um. Okay, so let's let's Jake let's skip over like captain stuff because I think we're gonna do a pod next week probably. Um, okay. And so let's kind of wrap some things up here. We've got a couple of rando questions, but but quickly follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, uh, Instagram the Art of the Dive. We haven't done a ton of Instagram lately, Jake. We got to get some got to get some hot picks out. Um, online DiveFPL.com. Uh, f- download our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever. It's like everywhere. So uh, do that and like it retweet it for us share it whoa beeping in the background uh and then we've got a couple random questions are you ready jake yep i'm ready what's beeping is that a bomb could be we can only hope it's actually just our door it's our door alarm what oh someone's breaking in yeah my wife is breaking in this would be hilarious if during the pod someone broke in and we had to hear you like have to try to fight him off and then you started crying right because he beat the shit out of you and it was like all on the podcast yeah h- hilarious wouldn't that be a good absolutely laugh absolutely hilarious yeah it would be a great laugh yeah good, good i'm happy we're all on the same page uh all right steve wrote in on a scale of cow pat oh cow pat must be like cow poop to dog turd how bad are man united and how do we get them off our shoes they're they're bad right yeah i I don't know if i'm the best person i feel bad for them almost like their defense is pretty decent they just can't score yeah actually i saw a statistic a little tweet the other day or today that tammy abraham is uh eight games into the season two goals off of Marcus Rashford's best year ever. And that's their starting central striker. Pretty interesting. Yeah, they just, like, once Martial got injured, they just kind of fell apart. But they didn't replace Lukaku. Like, they didn't put anyone in, like, it was just bad managing. Listen, it's not even really uh, old Gunner's fault. Well, when you're a it's hobbit, it's hard good. for you to understand how normal-sized people have to compete in the game. You know? Yeah, uh, the man is eating first breakfast, second bre- breakfast, lunchies, afternoonsies, you know, pre-dinner, post-dinner, dinner, dinner. Yeah. You know, multiple meals. And, uh, you know, when you've got Gandalf coming after you with his big staff, it's hard to focus. It's hard to focus on, on managing a good team. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So It certainly is. Uh, uh, the Morden McCall, I think that I wrote that right. If you are playing right up close to a tight end and suddenly you start getting yanked off by the coach do you just pound on through until you are satisfied satisfied or do you get frustrated what do you do jake when you're out on the pitch of life and you get pulled off football like american football i'm confused i think tight end Um, yeah i think it's a, a tight end i think he's referring to that of a butt 
Oh. Uh, I I would just pound on through. Yeah, I think it's a good way to do it. No point in getting frustrated, huh? Yeah, no point. Like, what's the point? No point. Put on a happy face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's get out of here, Jake. That was a fun little pod. I'm happy that we got to drink during the whole thing. It made it much easier and made me feel way better about my FPL season. Uh, We'll most likely be back next week with another podcast. So enjoy your international break. And someone is continuing to try to break into Jake's house. And we need to get out of here. I'm Marco. (laughs) And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive.